BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back in. It's game time decisions on this Friday night. I'm Captain Walsh. And again, folks, a lot of what you just saw now on number one. We get to run it back. We get to talk to Joe Lisi about the NFL board. We get to talk to JY about the late slate in the NBA. Uh, the action that is coming up that he was on is Detroit plus the four in terms of he being coach James Young is Detroit plus the four and a Michael Porter Jr. over 15 and a half points prop. I'm playing Memphis plus five and a half in that game, which you can now activate on at six. Uh, let's keep it in the association and send it over to Davis Maddock who goes late night Warriors Kings for a same game parlay some juice out in that basketball game let's see what Davis Maddock has to say All right, guys, we are back for another same game parlay over on the FanDuel Sportsbook. We are heading to the National Basketball Association night. Of course, you can pick basketball, baseball, football, whatever you want on FanDuel right now. But we are heading into the Golden State Warriors at the Sacramento Kings. The Warriors are road dogs here. Three and a half points against the surprisingly very good Sacramento Kings. The Warriors are still missing Draymond Green, a huge point of why they are dogs in this game. But we are going to begin our same game parlay by taking the Warriors plus three and a half points. Then we are going to add on to that leg by taking Klay Thompson to make five or more three-pointers. He made six on 18 attempts in their first game. I think Klay is sort of the bellwether for the Warriors right now. Good Klay games, they're going to be competitive. Bad Klay games, they are going to have a tough time and then I wanted to hone in on Keegan Murray we are going to take him over six and a half rebounds I think that's the right way to play him in this game you could take his over on points as well I wonder if he gets his minutes extended a little bit here maybe even plays some backup center against those very small ball Golden State Warriors lineups and this three-leg same game parlay is going to give us plus 842 odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook Golden State Warriors plus three and a half Klay Thompson, five or more made threes, and Keegan Murray over six and a half rebounds in this game. Good luck, everybody. Appreciate that breakdown there from Davis Maddock, our radio audience here as well on this Friday night, Sirius XM, Channel 159, it's game time decisions. To stick with Davis's game, Kings Warriors, I am on this game with the Chris Paul over one and a half made three-point shot prop. This number is paying out at about plus 120, which I'm surprised by. Game one's result was 0 for 6. I could care less that Chris Paul didn't make any. If you tell me he's going to shoot six, I'm going to bet this every time. Let's go to Chris Paul. Last year, 15 games with six attempts from beyond the arc with the Phoenix Suns in the regular season, 14-1 and one to the over. What about games with five or more shots from three? Chris Paul last year, regular season, 21-6 and six to the over. I, I will be on this Chris Paul bet each and every night until they move it. I think that it makes sense for Chris Paul. One, at this point in his career, let's start firing away from three uh, because it's a little bit harder to get to the basket. And two, you're playing off ball. You're able to just catch and shoot probably a little more in Chris Paul's career. And, and three, this is the Warriors system. It's what they do. And it's what I think Chris Paul is going to do as a member of Golden State. One that I looked at, it's a little juicy, but it would be the over one and a half made threes for Darren Fox. Finished one of seven in game one. But if we're going to get that type of workload from Fox from beyond the arc, the number would be light. Last year, 13-4 and four the over in the regular season when he took seven or more threes. More importantly, though, against Golden State in the postseason, he was 7-0 over the prop of one and a half made triples. I'm not betting Fox tonight because they adjusted that to minus 130, but it is something 
to keep your eye on. I am betting Hawks Knicks over 229 and a half. We talked about that. Use the 100% profit boost that's out there in the market on Ben Simmons for a double-double. Plus 960. Ben Simmons had 10 rebounds and 9 assists in 23 minutes in the opening game. Uh, ben Simmons could get this on points, rebounds, uh, or assists. It, it's all there. Uh, so I'm going to play some Ben Simmons tonight. Uh, in that respect, Victor Wembanyama were on the over 17 and a half points uh, prop. That is in the bounce back range. Coming up now, we're going to be on Memphis plus five and a half, and a little bit later, we're on the Cavs laying three and a half to the Thunder. Let's reset the baseball board here, the World Series tonight. See if we have any line movement right now. And what I'll do is I'll set this up big picture. Find you your cheapest lines across the board. If you would like to bet the Arizona Diamondbacks, the biggest number I can find for you would be a plus 136. If you are looking to bet on the Rangers, the best number you could probably find would be minus 155. Okay, so uh, Texas is a strong favorite and understandably so. So keep that in mind uh, when it comes to this game. I'm seeing Dorian Finney-Smith is going to start for the Nets. Who is he replacing is the question. Have to look into that, and that's tonight play Dallas. We'll get you that information uh, as it comes in. It'll be fun kind of getting some of the NBA news, and uh, we can all obviously react together. The total for tonight's World Series game, it is eight and a half, eight and a half everywhere. All right, it's going to be Cam Johnson out. Appreciate that update. Uh, so Dorian Finney-Smith will check in. Probably three-point props for uh, DFS there actually would make some sense if you want to try and take a look. Maybe I'll try and see if I can set that up for you during the break. Eight and a half is your total for Texas uh, and Arizona tonight. I'm looking for an under. I'm looking for an under in every game. If I was playing tonight's total, I would play it towards the under. If I was playing a side, I would play Texas. I think the Rangers win the World Series. I would look towards the Rangers to win game one and win the series, which is a bet you can make at plus 135. A little tempted to lay a game and a half with Texas, even at plus 116. I do not think we go the distance here with the Rangers. Part of the reason I've stepped back is I am wondering if Zach Gallon could be somewhat due for a bounce-back performance across the board. But if Zach Gallon is going to be touched tonight, I think it comes from the top of the lineup and the Texas Rangers, Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. We all know hitter, pitcher, history matters for me. And we have it at the top of the order tonight. Five for eight for Marcus Simeon. Lifetime against Zach Gallen. He's been great at home this season. Uh, multiple uh, multi-base hit shots against Gallen as well. So for two plus bags tonight, which is a plus price on Simeon. We played that. And then for Corey Seager as well. Corey Seager, two plus bases. Seven for 21 lifetime against Gallen. That's a 333 batting average. And falls right in line with what Corey Seager did this season against righties as well as at home. I think Seager is in line for a big series. I will say, I did not play the World Series MVP market. Seager is the favorite. If you made me bet a favorite, I would bet Seager. He's at plus 480. The two guys I looked at, though, were actually starting pitchers. Now, if you look in the past decade or so, it has been Madison Bumgarner and Steven Strasburg as the only starting pitchers that were able to cross the finish line in this market. It not only requires greatness from the pitchers, it requires the hitters to... And all spread out the performances e uh, evenly. But the two names that caught my eye were Merrill Kelly, who you can find at 40 to 1, and actually Max Scherzer at 160 to 1. That Scherzer number is 70 to 1 at another spot. So 160 is a huge number. Scherzer has fantastic numbers against this Diamondbacks lineup. And if he is given the, the appropriate leash in Arizona in a game three, I think he could throw seven-plus innings. He would strike out 10-plus batters. The issue for Scherzer, he needs a long series. Probably needs the series to go seven. So that was the hesitation on that. And with Merrill Kelly, who's going to go in game two, ultimately for Kelly, who, who again was, was willing to, to go longer in that game, he was pulled out. That was some hesitation. But also, I'm just not on Arizona in this series. But those were the guys that I did take a look at. We'll be right back. Coach James Young helps us with the rest of the NBA card on a Friday night. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back with you right here on Game Time Decisions. JY, you are not rooting on rebound props 30 seconds into this game game right now, man. Come on. Hey, oh, hey, Kato, I got to get a a quick start. I got to get a quick start. So you give me real right in the first minute. JY is excited. I'm taking that back. You were were rooting on on a Soar's rebound prop. That's what you're rooting on, right? Yes. I mean, all right, to be fair, he's got three rebounds. Wasn't it five and a half? Five and a half. I'm telling you. Hey, hey, listen, early, you know this, kid. Up Early on in the season, they don't know how to hang these props. So this is where you can make some, make some money early on in the season. It's really at the prop market, particularly for these younger guys, because they don't understand how they're being used. So, Asura, you better give me some more rebounds. Son. I'm, 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 I'm in there like swimwear. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm happy for you, JY. I'm happy you're off to a hot start. I mean, pfft. You think you're off to a hot start. I mean, Grizzlies, it's 2-2 with the Nuggets and the game. That's how you cover five and a half. I mean, come on now. Covering. 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 That's all we can look for. That's all it takes. Joe, I want to start here. You're on a Ben Simmons prop tonight. Talk to me about why, and then I want to uh, talk a little nets with you big picture. Uh, What do you like with Ben Simmons? I like Ben Simmons to go over 13 and a half uh, rebounds plus assists. Here's why, folks. He's in an environment where he just has got a ball. He's got enough shooters and guys that can score between Dimwitty and, and Cam Johnson and obviously Mikel Bridges. Claxton has a lob threat. This is the perfect spot for this guy where he could just kind of distribute. Got 17, I think, combined in the, in the first game. This is a good environment for him. He could get the rebound, lead the break, run that kind of point forward action. This is where Ben Simmons can help this team out a lot because, let's be honest, as much as he's their point guard, I wouldn't consider Spencer Dinwiddie as a table setter. Ben Simmons can be a state table setter and see over the sideline. Love Ben Simmons over 13 and a half rebounds plus assists tonight. So here's a couple things for me with this. So I'm playing – I have Simmons to average eight or more assists per game, JY, at I think it was like plus three – 40 plus 380, right? So game one, I love what I saw, but there was a number that stood out to me that was a little concerning, and it was 23 minutes played by Ben Simmons. I'm like, man, is that a Ben thing? And I go through it, JY. They, they played this game like Platoon Kentucky. McCall Bridges had played 35 minutes. Nobody else played 30 minutes. Is that because Cam Thompson got hot and required more minutes than they're expecting? Is this what they think they could get out of Cam Thomas? Because I, I'm not that I am. Look, again, Ben Simmons gave me nine assists in the opening game, right? But if I'm going to get 30 minutes a night out of Ben Simmons, which I think he's capable of giving me, then he can blast through a lot of his props, JY. I was very taken aback when I saw the minutes distribution from Brooklyn in game one. I think k is more the fact of Cam Thomas getting hot. Listen. Cam Thomas is like an air fryer you get at QVC. I mean, it can work, and it can be delightful, or you can plug it in the first time, and it don't work. You don't know what you're going to get. So I think what they did is they rode him that first game. But to me, as a table setter and as a guy that can do a lot of things, including including play defense, and let's be honest, folks, I'm going to say this. The Brooklyn Nets have the ability between Cam, Bridges, Claxton, Simmons, 
to be one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. And with between Bridges, Cam, and Simmons, they could switch off and guard one through four. Like, this is how good they could be defensively. So I think in a game like tonight, they're going to need his defense and they're going to need his creativity offensively in regards to getting people involved. I think the minutes are there tonight. Plus, there could be a little bit of a you-know-what towards Kyrie. So I think they should give this kid some more minutes. Mm. And at the end of the day, sure. if you're looking at a backcourt, ready? Think about this. Of, you know, Luka and Kyrie, who the hell is Kim Thomas guarding? That's right. Wow. Neither one of them. Less minutes, because you can't hide him that far, unless you put right. him on someone like Hardaway Jr. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. That's... That's no good. Then again, he should have been lit up by. I get he should have been lit up. It doesn't matter. If he scores 36, he's going to get minutes, right? And that's the thing with Cam Thomas. Let me go late night, JY. So you played a number that's not going to be available for anybody anymore. And that's because Anthony Simons is not only going to miss tonight's game for the Blazers, he's going to miss about a month of basketball. Out of nowhere, all of a sudden, things changing big. So tell me why you liked Orlando, okay? Mine, or on the money line and what you think the Simons injury could mean for the Magic or for the, uh, for the Blazers, excuse me. Do we lose, JY? Oh, my goodness. I haven't seen that yet here. I got to tell you, we are, in the history of, of me doing game time decisions, the amount of times I've been lost compared to the guests, I was, I lost every time. All right. That's all good. Here's what I'll say with the Simon's absence. It helps the Scoot workload. I think the Scoot Henderson workload was always going to be really strong. They did not move uh, Scoot's rookie of the year odds a ton. They will if he goes off tonight. That would then lead the market to say, okay, now this is a little bit different. You look tonight, props-wise, Scoot Henderson, 14 and a half points. The assist prop for Scoot is seven and a half. That's legit on Henderson. So if he has a huge game tonight, he could pop off. JY, not to burn that, but I want to get the props out there that you have for people, and then we can kind of circle back to big picture items there. Uh, Bulls-Raptors is coming up. You have a play in that game? Yeah, I like Jakob Pertle over 18 and a half points plus rebounds. Jakob Pertle's a sneaky good rebounder. Here's why. Two, it's very simple. It deals with Vucevic. One, he's got to keep Vucevic off the boards, which means he's got to rebound. And two, Vucevic don't play no damn defense. Those two correlate nicely well together. I do like Jakob Pertle over 18 and a half points plus rebounds tonight. Okay, and then the other... By the way, so I bet the DeMar over, over a half of a made three in game one. Cashed it. Concern, though, he was one of two in the first quarter. He finished one of three. They raised his juice. I'm stepping back. DeMar was shooting in the – he was shooting plenty in the, in, the, in the preseason. I needed more volume in game one. They increased the price. I'm staying away. And then Clippers Jazz, what's your play here? Yeah, I like the Clippers minus the points. I, I, listen, I, boy – they, don't, they made the Blazers look like a, a G League team opening night. And listen, if if they're engaged, Kate up, and they're playing the way they're capable of playing, this Clippers seems as good as anybody in the West. We just don't know mm. when they're going to play, who's going to play, and who may be there right. and who may, may be traded. But as long as they're all healthy, you got to like them. Give me the Clippers minus the points. Yeah, look, the Clippers are a group that is fascinating right now because they are a phone call away from bringing James Harden into their building, and they are passing on it. And I've thrown out the idea that maybe the Clippers' concern is that if things go wrong, at the deadline, they're going to need to be sellers. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George can be free agents. At the end of this season, no restrictions, no strings attached. If you're the Clippers, and, and that's all of a sudden on the board, you don't want to be sending out picks. Forget Terrence Mann. That's just one of those things that I think people need to keep an eye on. Uh, quickly, JY, Spurs, Rockets, uh, anything you're keeping your eye on there with uh, tonight's basketball game? I'm on Webb and Yama over the 17.5 points. I like Webb and Yama over 23.5 points plus rebounds. Listen, folks, it's very simple. Just watch the fourth quarter and watch what this kid did. He is dynamic. As long as he stays out of foul trouble, he will be fine. I think Webb and Yama goes absolutely nuclear tonight. 
I think he can, ready? I think he can get over his, the points rebounds prop just by points alone. He could get 25 tonight. Yeah, I, 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 I bet it's 25 plus JY in game one, and I hope that I wasn't a game early. Appreciate it, coach. Best of luck tonight. Lisey's back in next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Game time decisions live right here on a Friday night. It's Kevin Walsh joined by Joe Lisi once again. Uh, Lisi, happy to have you back here. We're going to talk a little NFL. You and I don't often get to dive into the awards markets together, but I figured we are... Look, it's it's not perfect anymore. I don't know what the midway point of the NFL season is, but we're near the midpoint of the NFL season. So I want to talk some awards with you and, and see what's catching your attention. I want to start with the big one where Mahomes is the favorite. He's at plus 200, the Chiefs quarterback, won the MVP award last year. The second option would be Tua or Hurts, their co, uh, second options there at around plus 450. You then go up to Lamar, who's at 7-1, to one, and those are the only four quarterbacks inside 13 to 1. Josh Allen's your next guy at 14. At uh, least, what do you make of the MVP race in the National Football League right now? Well, I think it's definitely Mahomes, but I would put Jalen Hurts number two over Tua right now. They went head to head, and I know Tua has maybe better numbers in terms of the year, but, you know, Jalen Hurts is leading this team, and the way he can pull it and run and put pressure on opposing defenses. I think the second half of the season, he could put up dynamic numbers. I will say in terms of the outside the usual suspects, I looked to Burrow and I looked at Trevor Lawrence because I think both of those teams in the second half could make a run. And I know Jacksonville is right here right now, five and two overall. They're laying a short number against Pittsburgh, but I still think they could be a potential 12 to 13 win football team. And if Trevor Lawrence puts up numbers, he could be there right in the mix in terms of Mahomes and the front runners. So I want to throw out something that's going to sound ridiculous, and, and I was certainly working against this as an MVP Purdy guy. So Brock Purdy, by the way, may end up playing in this game, which is very interesting, Lisi. If he doesn't play in the game, and McCaffrey scores again, 100 total yards, maybe two touchdowns, and they beat Cincinnati, I'm going to start to think McCaffrey has a bit of a chance in this. Maybe it's ridiculous to think that, Joe, but look, he's he's at 30-1 to for a reason, and it would be a real benefit for McCaffrey if he was able to play with a backup quarterback like Sam Darnold and the Niners still won that football game. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, and keep in mind, what, last week he had a big screen pass or a short pass that he took you know, almost to the house. So, yeah, there's always that added dimension. I think the problem with a perception with McCaffrey is, you know, an above-average defense. It's almost like, you know, taking taking the uh, player on the Saints, if, if it was like, you know, apples to apples and the Saints were dominating, you don't potentially love Derek Carr, but it, it's a Kamara type of player. And again, I know he scores every game. I get that. But it, it's a running back. And is he the outlier of everybody else? I mean, that's the problem. 
is that we've given this award to all quarterbacks in recent years. And if if this team is maybe not as dominant as we thought at the start of the season, and may, maybe they are only a, an 11 and six football team, and Christian McCaffrey's the best player, are we going to give him the award then? Yeah, I, I don't. It's so interesting, Joe, because McCaffrey is clearly more valuable to this team than most running backs are. I think just because most running backs are interchangeable, it doesn't mean McCaffrey is. But incredibly, in the offensive player of the year market, which basically goes to the best offensive player that's not a quarterback now, McCaffrey is a co-favorite, and he's had to work to get back to that line where Tyreek Hill is the favorite. Both of them sitting right now at plus 150. Tyreek is at 50 to 1 to win MVP. It's probably ridiculous, Joe, but if he has 2,000 yards, I don't know why I'm supposed to give it to Tua Tungavailoa over Tyreek Hill. No, I agree with you. If he has 2,000 receiving yards, then potentially Hill is live at 50 to 1, especially yards after catch and his breakaway big play ability. I mean, he's always just making huge plays, right? So, yeah, Tua has the numbers and Jalen Waddell is there. But, you know, without Tyreek Hill in that lineup, the offense is less explosive. You know that. Everybody knows that. Watching the Miami Dolphins and being a Dolphin fan. So I would give it, if you're asking me, Hill or McCaffrey, I probably would give it to Hill if he got to 2,000 over Christian McCaffrey. If they have equal records and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, quarterbacks are the same, let's just say right now. Let's say it's Purdy the rest of the year. So I agree with that. But do you think Ty – look, it's it's probably a waste of a question, but do you think Tyreek Hill could – Here's, here's one of the theories that I'm working on, and I could be wrong. I don't think they're going to want to give it to Mahomes. Maybe I'm way wrong. I think it's hard to go back-to-back. I know Rodgers has done it, but it can be difficult. The Chiefs are obviously right now with a great inside track to have the best record in the AFC. That will go a long way. But do you think Tyreek Hill, as a wide receiver, like would you rather bet Tyreek Hill, who is 50-1, to 1, or would you rather right now bet... Dak Prescott or Jared Goff or Joe Burrow, guys that are 40 to 1, but are quarterbacks? I would bet them both. I mean, the value is there. If you're talking Joe Burrow at 40 to 1 and Tyreek Hill at 50 to 1, bet them both. I mean, I, I, I think those quarterbacks make, make, make it worth it. You know, it, betting on, in my opinion, Tua here, no. I would bet on Hertz here because I think Hertz brings a little bit more to the table in terms of his versatility. He's a big game quarterback. He went to the Super Bowl last year. There's always the potential. You know, the fact that he should have won it, maybe you could make that argument if he doesn't get hurt at the end of the regular season. So, yeah, Jalen Hurts, as long as he duplicates similar numbers by year's end and they're 14-3, and you can make the argument that uh, Jalen Hurts is deserving. Tua, I can't, I just can't, and I'm a Dolphin fan. I, I I love my quarterback. I think he's definitely the guy. But you run the risk of injury. You run the risk of Tyree Kill with 2,200 receiving yards and then him stealing that. So I think it comes down to on how you perceive this award and who who the media perceives as being the hot guy down the stretch because it's just like the Heisman mm-hmm. Trophy. So... Man, I'll tell you. you Let me ask you. So what about ask Derrick me, Henry? I mean, I mean, wh- where was Derrick Henry? I don't around? think the top. I don't think the Titans can can make that climb. No, you think the Titans can climb? What I'm saying, I'm, oh. I'm talking when he was in, when he was rushing for two thousand so, yards, and they did, and they made it to the AFC who championship. Who wanted that year? There was a year he was going to win MVP. I swear to you, but he got injured. But he would have won MVP. I, it was, it's in recent memory, but so I, I think Henry really, really could have won MVP that season. But where Tennessee, I guess, finished, but he got injured because he got injured. I right. don't think it was. I don't think it was because health is obvious, and and that's the other thing. This is every single market. Health always factors in all the time. Like right now, if you go through. Any award that has a minus money favorite, I'd be cautious. Right. For example, right. right? 
to me, Jalen Carter is going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year as long as he stays healthy. But I, but he's already missed the game, right? I'm not laying minus 150 on Jalen Carter, Lisi, because it's still early on in the game. Right, but but that would either that would be the downside to Christian McCaffrey, even but but McCaffrey's 30 to one and Tua. Why? Because we know that McCaffrey has broken down, not last year, but he has broken down in recent years where he could get nicked up, and then all of a sudden, there's a wasted ticket, right? Same thing with Tua. Playing great now, putting up numbers, staying healthy, but, you know, in two or three weeks, could take a hit to the head, uh, God forbid, but he could be out for four or five weeks, and then there goes the ticket. I would rather, if we're talking risk mitigation, take Tyreek Hill at 50 to 1 because you know he's going to put up numbers whether two is there or not, and he could still maybe get to 2,000 yards, right? That would be that yeah. would be how I would play it. Let me let me sneak in this offensive rookie of the year thing. So CJ's the favorite, CJ Stroud, rightfully so. I think if they are upset this week by the Carolina Panthers, it'll really hurt Stroud. The market says it's Puka. I bet Jordan Addison at halftime of Monday Night Football, Puka has double the yards or or double the catches and almost double the yards. I don't care. Addison has six touchdowns. He has one off the league lead. This Minnesota team is all of a sudden gaining traction. Now, admittedly, I like Green Bay this weekend, but I think Addison is live in this market, Lisey, still. He's sitting right now 16-1. to Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and he's got a quarterback that could deliver the football right now. And that's the thing. He stepped up. Powell stepped up. The young wide receiver, Hawkinson, there there are a number of different weapons on that offense that you can't potentially double-team Jordan Addison with or without Justin Jefferson. So he's going to put up numbers. 16-1 is great value because right now they're under 500. They're trending in the right direction. If they go on a five- or a six-game heater, then all of a sudden he's probably, as long as he's productive, going to be in the area of seven or eight to one. So why not? Why yeah. not jump on it now? The other only player I would say is HN, mm-hmm. but because of his explosiveness and what he's meant to that offense, but he's banged up. He's out of the lineup. If he can get back sooner rather than later at 25 to one, he's the explosiveness that potentially is worthy of the 25 to one ticket. I actually love that look. I don't know when he gets back. What I know is that he was the most impactful rookie in football, and that's with CJ playing as good as he was. Lisi, as always, you're the best. We'll do it tomorrow. Pro Football Today is live right here on Sports Grid, 9 a.m. Eastern. We're going up until 1 o'clock. Keep it locked. That's Joe Lisi. Dave Sharapan is in the mix next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Backwards right here. Game time decisions on a Friday night. I'm Kevin Walsh. Uh, Follow along some of the early NBA results. Uh, results. Uh, scores. 30 to 20. Denver uh, is leading Memphis early uh, inside that second quarter. 34-21 Detroit up early on Charlotte. 
Look, it has been a while since I've been an NBA spread. Uh, Consig, Dave Sharapin, who's right here, I think you can confirm uh, these games have actually not started. If you bet the side in this game, the game did not start yet. Trust me right now, there's nobody out there who either laid the six with Denver or took the six with Memphis that feels good about anything. The game has not even begun. Correct. This is, this is a classic. As far as educating people, you don't have to lay anything. You don't have to take anything before the game. If you do, you don't have to worry, feel good, feel bad. These in-game numbers are all over the place. It's one of the strengths of the show. One of the strengths of betting NBA basketball is most of the time you're going to get a better number either laying or taking. I think before mm-hmm. the game. So it's it's changing the way I know us doing the show, me, you, and Donnie, when we used to do it in this middle hour, you would see some crazy runs, K-Dub, in the, in the computer and the algorithm. I mean, it moves it, money lines by 3 $4. Point spreads go yeah. from 2 to 8 on a 6-0 run. Come on. Yeah, things move. Things move mildly. I want to talk World Series. This is an unfair question to begin a World Series conversation on, but I'm going to forget, and you're the guy to ask. So tomorrow, where does the World Series Game 2 action land amongst the college football slate? Will the World Series game be the most bet on game tomorrow, or will a couple of the college football games be heavier uh, in terms of the action? Uh, Let's see. Colorado, UCLA. Because of the late start and a lot of things maybe key into that might, you know, be a pretty popular choice. Oregon, Utah on the board of being a very popular game, probably more. Um, I don't think Duke Louisville makes the list. There's a lot of odd matchups tomorrow and a lot of big spreads, K-Dub. Normally, it wouldn't even be close. The college football would have multiple games that are way more than the World Series handle. But the World Series handle will be the, one of the top five games of anything handled in, in action tomorrow. Yeah, I I look at it, The it's not a great college football board, right? Like if it was last week, I think oh. the World Series would have struggled. Not struggled, right? But, you know, it would have been outside the top five, potentially. Yes. But tomorrow, you know, and that's great. That's good for the World Series. Tonight, it's obviously the main event. Tomorrow, it's arguably the main event. Yeah. That's good. They'll go up against Monday Night Football, but it's not the greatest Monday night game in the world. No. It's a Vegas game, but so it, it works out fun enough. So I have, so here is my best bet series long in Rangers, Diamondbacks, Dave, if I gave you a hundred guesses, you would never get it. You'd never get it. And it's not because it's some exotic off of the board thing. It's because it's everything that you don't think about me. Series long total runs under 51 and a half. And under? 51 and a half under for the series. Hold on a second. Add it to your card. Come on. If you're not under duress. Are you good? I I am. I am. This is wow. All right, you're good. Blink. That's fine. Frizo, he's good. He's not under under duress. This is good. Wow. So is this a bet um based on you think it's gonna be a short series? Are we looking at a lot of unders? I mean, what what what's the thinking? I mean, mean, you don't this is impressive. I can't wait to sit back and listen to this. So it's both, right? So if the series is five games, you're gonna need over ten runs a game to hit the over on this. Fair. And I think there is a chance this is a short series. If you, if you made me give you a prediction, it would be 4-1 Rangers. If you made me give you a prediction. But, so right away, you're kind of up against it. But if this goes six, you need over eight and a half runs a game. If it goes seven, you need over seven and a half runs a game. It's still a lot. I look at it like a couple of, first of all, what's more likely, a 2-1 baseball game or an 8-7 baseball game, right? In, I think it's usually the series? 2-1. In this series? Here's, but he, okay, go. So, so here's what I'll say. The Diamondbacks last series went seven games. 51 runs were scored. So Arizona is not a team that has a world of juice. They can have a couple of games. They don't have a world of juice. They played a Philly team that has a lot of juice, and they held them relatively in check. 
Now, the Rangers are coming off of a series against the Astros. Total runs can sig 72, right? They beat this number by 20. But here's the main thing. Going into game six, you needed eight runs. Eight runs to go over 52 and a half. My point is, if I go into game six of this series, and I need, it, and I need the 3-2 series leader to win the game, and under, right, eight, I can live with that. Right. I can, can live with that. You know what I mean? Too. Yeah, you could bet it the other yes. way. You got the runs total. I love it. I don't like it. I love it. That's really good thinking. I think it goes six minimum. I think we get a 4-2 result either way. Um, I have both ends of this in exacta. I, I, this is my biggest score in my life, betting-wise. Yeah. I, I, this is great, so I kind of sit back and relax. The total is going to be eight or eight and a half every single game. It's the first World Series played in two climate-controlled places, two different climate-controlled places. So you might have a game or two where, I mean, the elements are ruled out. We're usually October baseball, one of the places we're playing in cold weather, windy weather. There's no weather. So we yeah. remove weather. I like the thought process. I like the pitching matchups. And the, Arizona's got the best bullpen. That's why they're in this series. It makes perfect sense. But you really caught me off guard. This is one of your all-time I best. I love it. I'm, 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 I find I know. this is, it's a good bet. It's a good bet. Thank you. Thank you. I, I was excited about it. I, it's, it's what the, I went into this one too. Like usually you see a number that looks good and then you see if the numbers back it up. I went into this, I'm like, I don't know if this is an over or an under. And I came out of it. I really do like the under. I thought about playing Rangers to win the series, to win game one and the series at plus 135. It's not I enough. do like Texas. That's what I said. That, it's not I actually, enough. I went through it. I, I started throwing it in like parlay calculators to get an mm -hmm. idea. And I didn't think it was good enough, right? So that's why I stayed off of it. I'm also wondering if Zach Gallen is kind of due for a great game. I know he's been bad on the road, bad in the postseason. I think Gallen could be due for a great game, which that's is, true. by the way, why tonight I lean under helps kind of the series long stuff. So what do you think uh, in terms of tonight? Uh, I think actually I was leaning over. I was going to come on and tell you, I think the game has juice. Yeah. But I think first five under is the play because I think the starters, we get our money's worth. I think we get at least first time through the order. I normally wouldn't even say this, like the yes-no first inning. I don't think we get a run in the first inning. It's actually kind of cheap tonight. should be a little bit more expensive. But um, no run first inning. I think we get to the starters under the first five, four and a half. Um, then we get to the bullpens, and I think things will get pretty interesting there. So leaning over, yeah. Diamondbacks live to win a game. This And it's because of Gallon. It is literally I, – I mean, he pitched against them in the – Regular season in August, he had 11 Ks. This is, mm -hmm. this is, you know, it wasn't like it was May or June. So I think he is capable of another big game on the road. Diamondbacks against the world. It would not surprise me at all to see them win this game tonight. But I think, I actually think it's going over. And I think I'm, I'm in the minority in that. Look, I, I, I think it's possible, certainly. Right, I am wondering how the Texas bullpen holds up throughout this postseason. Right, I think that could be a concern a little. I just look at this as these are two really, really talented pitchers, and we're here now in the World Series, and it's game one. And if either one of them have it, I think they're allowed to go long. Like, I was considering. Again, it's one of those things, right? So I'll make an example. Brock Purdy to win MVP was 50 to 1. Yeah. And it went underneath 10 to 1. Great job by me. I was correct about that 50 to 1 being a bad number. It is irrelevant because he's not going to win league MVP. That got blown up with the, with the two consecutive losses to Cleveland and Minnesota. Mm. Max Scherzer is 160 to 1 win World Series MVP. Whoa. At another book, he's 70 to 1. So I know 160 to 1 is an awful number. 
I know that. But do I actually cross the finish line on that number, Dave? Nope. That's the tricky bit. I don't think I do. In what scenario? I mean, he has to pitch two no-hitters. He's only going to get two opportunities max. So Strasburg won it with only two starts. He only has two starts. I don't don't know if somebody that can have two starts can win it without any offensive production from anybody else. Maybe. I think it has to be one of the – if you're going to give it to a starter, I think it has to be one of the two guys that are going tonight because they're going to have an opportunity to go – guarantee two starts and maybe a third in a game seven or pitch and relief. So I'm looking at those. But did you have any other MVPs that were off the wall? I mean, that's a really high one. That's a, that's a crazy number, but anyone else on your list that they, they make the list? Merrill Kelly would at 40. I don't want to bet any hitters before the series. Wow. So if people again, like, <laughs> Leody Tavares was the favorite to win the ALCS MVP after two games. Leody oh, Tavares. Really? Bryce Harper went underneath two to one after the first game of the NLCS, and Schwarber was flirting with odds on after the first like three games of the series. Right. The hitter stuff is very volatile. Pictures, yes. it's a little more reliable. And Kelly's, I mean, the lineup, the. Texas lineup against Kelly is a lifetime four for 30. The whole roster. Sure, again. So, and yes, I was, look, trust me, as much as I, I, you know, I joke about like, look, I'm not the baseball guy, but I I enjoy going through kind of series long stuff. And again, so Kelly at 40 to one has a bit of juice behind it. Yes. But the big, I don't love Arizona in this series. I don't. I, I think what happens, think of it like March Madness, Dave, right? That Cinderella mm-hmm. wins the, you know, they, they win the first game, but oh, we no upsets are coming, but they're dead in, they're dead in the next round. And they mm-hmm. win again. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I understand. This is target practice next. All right, they win one more. And then by the time they get to that Elite Eight game, they actually are dead on arrival. Right. And I wonder if this Diamondbacks team is dead on arrival against the Rangers group that people have always believed could be in this spot. Possible. I'm going to go like this. You got Seager Garcia at the top for Texas, the odds on favorites. That's obvious. And then you got Marte and Carroll for Arizona, and that's obvious. Throw them those four out. Don't go with the obvious choice. I like your pitcher thoughts, um, but for me, the position players are the next tier down. Gabriel Moreno for Arizona, and the guy who had the worst series of anybody for the Rangers, Simeon. All right, there we go. We'll keep our eyes on it. Consig, appreciate it. Good luck this weekend. We'll be right back. Game time decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Closing out Friday night right here on Sports Grid. It's game time decisions. I'm, I'm closing out game time decisions, not the night on Sports Grid. Pass it over to Indian Game Live. Coming up next, it'll be 
Dave Sharapan and Matt Peralta go until 10 p.m. Sports Rage, Gabriel Morenci and Cam Stewart are live until 1 a.m. Eastern time. So we've got you covered here for this weekend. We've got you covered with college football today, starting at 9 a.m. Tomorrow morning, myself, Joe Lisi, and Ben Stevens. And then on Sunday morning, it'll be pro football today with myself, Donnie Wrightside and Joe Lisi. So make sure you keep it tuned in all weekend here. It's a great weekend of action, uh, which includes not just college football, not just the NFL, but the World Series. And a bet I'm going to be rooting on all World Series long is the under. Every single game under. My best bet in the World Series is the series long total runs under 51 and a half. Uh, Corey Seager and Corbin Carroll. We hope that they struggle uh, throughout this series uh, because I am looking for no juice here. If you look right now, both of these teams are coming off of seven game sets. I think that this is going to be a shorter series. I think the Rangers win this five in five games. That, that's what I'm expecting. And, and yes, I could play that. But even if this goes long, I can get home. Arizona series against Philadelphia went long. And that only had 51 runs in it. The series for the Rangers against the Astros, great offenses. Still needed eight runs heading into that game six. There's going to be plenty of opportunities throughout this series to keep it under, which I think we can see here. I think Scherzer's got a great matchup. I think Kelly's got a great matchup. Love what I've seen from Montgomery and Ivaldi. And I think Gallen can bounce back tonight outside of Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, who qualified throughout with the hitter-pitcher history shining in their favor, as well as great numbers at home. Bet both Seager and Simeon for two-plus bases on the NBA card. A lot of action already out there. Items that are still waiting. Victor Webinyama over 17.5 points as well as Chris Paul over one and a half made threes. Our swing of the night comes on Ben Simmons for a double-double boosted up to plus 960. We're rooting on Ben Simmons tonight in the Brooklyn Nets. I'm Kevin Walsh. This is Game Time Decisions. Good luck. See you next week. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.